All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 370 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Boy, my ass. A while back, Tony gave me a Fitbit. I've talked about it. And, um, you know, it was all right. It was interesting. You know, I I wore it for a while. I wore it round the clock for a while. And I got all kinds of, like, uh, comments at work and, you know, and and others, mostly at work. Like, what? Look at Jeff wearing a watch. (laughs) It's like, I don't know. I think they're pretty, they're not rare. Watches are not rare. Well, look here. Jeff's wearing a watch. You know, all these comments. I'm like, I hate that kind of shit. You know, it irritates me. I don't like, like, if I wear a shirt, if I wear a shirt and I get more than one comment about it, like, if it's if it's uh, getting people's attention, if, it, if it's earning people's attention to the point where multiple people comment on it i'll never wear it again <laughs> that'll never i don't want i don't want any i don't want any attention for that kind of stuff you know what i mean so everybody's like well i've never seen you wear a watch before like i'll never wear this thing again so i stopped wearing it to work but i i, I do like i did like the sleeping stuff I, I like the sleep information like so it would you know in the next morning it gives you all kinds of data about uh you know the previous night's sleep you know, and every day it would say, "You're, you don't sleep. You're terrible. You're, you're too, I don't know. You're too fat to sleep in America. That's what I mean. I don't know. They didn't say that for. Didn't specifically say that. You're, but it, that's the way I. That's the, um, the way I interpreted it. You're too fat to sleep in America. <laughs> I don't know what the America has to do with it, but you know what I'm saying. It's, it's it, like I don't know. I used to be able to sleep, and I, I used to make fun of people that said they can't sleep very well you know and they can't sleep and, and, and everything wakes them up and they don't sleep and I used to like <laughs> you know what a bunch of you know, drama queens god because just go to bed lay, lay your head on a pillow and go to sleep I mean it's not complicated why do you have to make everything a drama god you know and I used to mock people is ruthlessly. Now here I am. I can't sleep where the shit. I can't sleep. Every little sound wakes me up. I'm never deep asleep, you know. So I'm fascinated by this information on this Fitbit um, that uh, it would give you all kinds of information. How you know how 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 many minutes you spent uh, light sleep and how many minutes in REM sleep, how many minutes in uh, deep sleep. And uh, how many minutes awake? You're shockingly a large amount of time awake. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but um, I guess it is. I don't know. Um, I think they have a pretty good reputation. So I like that part of it. I'm not wearing it to work and getting a bunch of comments. Look at Jeff. Here comes Jeff with his watch. <laughs> like, what the hell? What are you commenting about this stupid thing? You know, never wore a watch in my life. Maybe I'm just paranoid. I don't know. But I, I got more than one comment, so I had to shit can it. That's my rule. 
had this pink shirt, had sailboats on it, these tiny little sailboats. And I like that shirt. It fit well, you know. It, it fit me well, which is not not easy, you know. That's not easy. When, when you if you ever saw my torso in person, you'd understand what I'm saying. And um, yeah, but every time I wore it, somebody comment on it, and um, so that that's gone. But you know, I have rules. I have rules of living, right? So um, so anyway, I, I wore it. I, I kept I kept it charged, even after I stopped wearing it to work the watch i mean i i kept it charged and kept it on the nightstand and when i'd go to bed i would strap it on <laughs> i don't know but yeah yeah I'd put put a strap on i mean i mean i'd strap it on and i would uh you know wear it to sleep and then the next morning i'd get up i'd go downstairs i'd make a pot of coffee or on rare occasions there'd be a pot of coffee already there those are the beautiful days when I go downstairs and there's already a, a, a hot pot of coffee sitting on the sitting on the coffee maker. Oh, and I don't have to make it. Whoo, man! Those are that's how that, that that's those are beautiful days. But that's rare. So I go downstairs, make the pot of coffee, go in there, and I and I pull up the app and see how terrible. It's just a terrible night's sleep again. You know, I, I never get a, basically my score out of a hundred is in the seventies generally, sometimes high sixties. You know, in the fair category, every once in a while, and it's rare. Usually, it's on the weekends when I sleep late. I I, I get into the eighties. You know, into the good category. I don't, but that's rare. It doesn't. It hardly ever happens. It's usually in the uh, fair category. Sometimes poor. Just the other day, I had a score of 58, 58, poor. Tony, on the other hand, she can sleep less than me, fewer hours, and have a much higher score. Like, she, like I'll, I'll sleep seven hours and have a score of, uh, you know, 64 or something, 65, and she'll sleep five and a half hours and have an 89 or something. She often gets into the 90s. I have never in my life gotten into the, I think the highest I ever got was like 85 or 86. You know, and that's happened like once or twice. So anyway, I found it interesting. I, I kept kept wearing the thing to bed. I'd wear it to bed just to get the sleep information because I found it fascinating. And, and, and it's terrible. I mean, I, I can't sleep very well. So it was just, uh, you know, it's interesting to see all this stuff. I'm thinking about going to the doctor, and maybe it'll end up, I'll end up having to wear a full face mask with some kind of a, you know, kerosene-powered equipment running in the corner of the of the bedroom. You know, I have to pull a pull a rip cord on that thing before I go to bed, fire that bitch up, you know, put a face mask on, and then you know maybe I can get into the 90s. However, I'm not wearing that watch anymore. You know why? Because that burned my skin. I'm not even kidding. I I, wore, I wear it on my left arm, left wrist. Tony, okay, a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, she was complaining that she said, I think this Fitbit, because she has one too, I think this Fitbit is uh, like burning my skin. I said, what? I said, how could that happen? I mean, is it, is there like, uh, did the, did the silver come off the back of it or something? She goes, no, everything's... I said, what the hell? I mean, she's she's got... She's really fair-skinned and, 
you know, she's real susceptible to sunlight and, you know, I mean, sunburn, you know, that kind of thing. Whereas I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not uh, fair-skinned. You know, I don't, I don't have those issues. But um, I thought, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know, that sucks. So she, she started wearing it on the other wrist and started. eventually it started happening on that side. It's like that's weird. So she did some research on it. it said that the the things emit like a like a low level radioactivity. And I said I don't like the sounds of that shit, you know. But I wasn't having any trouble with mine, and I, I wanted to get that information, the sleep information. And so I kept wearing it, and it started happening to me. There was like a square, like a square burn mark. Like I'm not, I'm not kidding. It looked like somebody. It looked like I like I had a curling iron pressed against my wrist, and it was. I mean, it was getting worse and worse, and it, it and it was uh like it was it was like a welt almost like a not not really a blister, but it was welled up. And it was square, like a postage stamp, and you could press on it and it would turn white, you know, because it was kind of swollen. And then you, when you pulled the, your finger away, it would go back to red. It was like red. And it was spreading out, and it was like real itchy. I'm like, what the hell? I'm getting like I'm getting Chernobyled up on this thing. Like, you know, you know, it's like full Chernobyl on my wrist. I don't like that. You know, I don't. So I, I was like, I, I started looking into it, and I mean, there's people on there on the internet talking about that a little bit, but it's like it happened to both of us. And these are Fitbits. These are not like some off-brand thing, some shit that you'd buy off Timu or whatever. These are actual Fitbit brand, and things are burning us up. Things are like firing out uh, radiation into our wrists. I'm never wearing that again. I'm done with that. You know, I don't. I'm not doing that anymore. Have you ever had anything? Had any experience like that with that? Good lord! You know that's that's crazy. Um, uh, it's gone away. It's pretty much gone away after like maybe like a week. A week of not wearing it, it's it's basically gone away. It's still real itchy, though. It's getting better. But, God, have you had any experience with that? What the heck, man? No way. Uh, I don't need I don't need radiation pumping right into my wrist. <sighs> anyway, um, last night we watched the uh, season finale of uh, Hell's Kitchen. We always watch those Gordon Ramsay shows. Uh, so the winner was this guy named Ryan. Hopefully, if you haven't watched it, hope I hope I haven't. But anyway, he's going to be the, uh, uh, he wins the, he's going to be the, uh, what do you call it? The head, head chef at, uh, at Hell's Kitchen in Las Vegas. Tony and I actually went there. We've actually been to that Hell's Kitchen in Las Vegas. And uh, there was a previous winner, this woman named Michelle. She won the same thing. It was years ago. It was before COVID. And um, she, when we were there, she was there. She was the she was the head chef for like several years. And I think she got laid off. It said she was furloughed during COVID. I don't know. That was probably they probably weren't allowed to even be open. I don't I don't know what happened, but she doesn't work there anymore. But um, so this guy's gonna go there. He's gonna be the head chef. I was reading something that was really weird. That thing's been on. I mean, that thing was recorded or filmed two years ago. It was, it was filmed in February of 2022. So, the, so this thing's they've known that they won the thing, or, who, or they didn't win the thing, for two years. 
Tony was reading about it. She said that they uh, they get so that he gets a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year salary to be the head chef there, and the way they give him one hundred fifty thousand for winning, like immediately, and then he's he has to sign all these papers. All of them, have to, all of them have to sign non disclosure, you know, statements and all this stuff. We're not allowed to say a word about it. But they can't. I mean, the guy can't work there. I mean. It, he can't go there and work because if somebody sees him in there, <laughs> it'll be all over the internet, you know? I mean, so he has to go work somewhere else. So he's free to work somewhere else until the show airs. Then as soon as the show airs, he has to go work at uh, at uh, Hell's Kitchen. And if he works one year at Hell's Kitchen, then he gets the other 100000 That's the way it works. I didn't know that until yesterday. I didn't know that they filmed them so far in advance. That's crazy. But um, when we were there, we went we went for lunch. It's kind of it's an expensive place, fancy pants, and um, it's at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. And we went there for lunch, and uh, I just got a burger. You know, I just got a, a a cheeseburger and French fries, and ordered this these beers. They have these this beer made by Stone Brewing, which is a really good brewery out of San Diego. They make they have their own uh, signature beer, like a craft beer. They make it just for uh, for uh, Hell's Kitchen, and um, so we had, we we ordered one of you know both of us ordered one, and they brought it out in these weird like tall thin glasses. They're like way too tall, and, and they're real thin. Like and they're like uh, there's like no center of gravity. The the center of gravity is way off. Feels like the center of gravity is at the top. Because they're so tall, you know, I'm like, I don't. When I see that, see the woman bringing them over on the tray, I'm like, those things. I'm gonna knock that shit over, you know. I don't, I don't like that. I mean, this doesn't seem like a logical. At some point, you know, cool and hip, you know, you know, being unusual and and and, um, and cool, you know, transitions over into, you know. Not functional, and I, you know, so she brought those things. I could see her walking with them on a tray. I don't know how many ounces they were. If they, they seemed like huge, they were huge. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was like real long, elongated glasses, and um, and so she's bringing them. I'm like, oh god, and um, she comes over. She puts Tony's down in front of her, and then she spills the other one, mine. Right into the chest of an old man, <laughs> some man sitting there with his wife. I guess they're old. They're sitting there eating, and the and the thing tipped just as I, uh, you know, imagined it would. Right into the chest of this old man is like like just pulling up in the crotch of his pants, <laughs> you know. And the guy jumped to his feet. You know, he, I mean, he didn't see this thing coming. He's just sitting there enjoying his lunch. And just like an enormous amount of uh, of beer is just dumped straight in his lap, right in the center of his chest, down into his lap. <laughs> so he jumps to his feet and he's like, "Oh, what the? Oh my God!" You know. And the old woman just kept eating. She's just sitting there. She didn't even get up. She was like, you know, shoveling food in her mouth. So um, the woman was like, "Oh my God! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." I'm like, <sighs> I mean, look at those glasses. I mean, you're just. You're flirting with disaster with those things. Why are they shaped like that? Why? Who? Whose idea? I mean, these things might look cool in in abstract, but you can't put liquids in those things and and, and expect 
you know, and, and don't expect there's going to be some kind of tragedy. So I'm sure they got their their meal for free. There's a whole bunch of people over there, uh, you know, encircling the guy. We're we're very sorry, sir. They're patting him down and stuff. We're very very sorry. This is a fancy ass place. So anyway, um, well, that was our experience there. The food was good. We just got, I mean, we just got the lunch stuff. If we went there at night when they were having like dinner, when they were having all those scallops and all that stuff, and, and the beef Wellingtons and stuff, probably would have cost us like I don't know, four hundred bucks or three hundred bucks or something. No, we just went in there for. We just wanted to go there, you know. So we had burgers. I don't know what Tony got. I don't. But I got a. I got a hamburger. It was good. It was really good. I mean, it was you know. You could tell it's high quality, and Michelle was there who won uh, who won that job, and then she got furloughed. So anyway, I watched that last night. Uh, it's a good show. We like, we we watch all the Gordon Ramsay shows. They're all pretty good. Um, we like that Kitchen Nightmares. That's one of our favorites, where he goes into some restaurant and the place is going downhill, and he's trying to turn it around. Those those, those are fantastic. That and I like uh, I like Master Chef and I like Hell's Kitchen and uh, he had one uh, where he he actually tried to turn around hotels. I don't know what kind of expertise he has in hotels, but anyway, yeah, we watched that last night. Um, and I want to talk about something reminded me the other day about when I was uh, early twenties. I think Tony and I were talking about this. We went whitewater rafting. Well. I went whitewater rafting with my girl, my then girlfriend. This is this is when I still lived in West Virginia. So my girlfriend Kelly and I, and my friend Rocky and his girlfriend, the four of us went whitewater rafting on the New River in, in West Virginia, which is called the New River, and I I believe that it's actually the oldest river in the United States. I don't know why it's called the New River. <laughs> But that's what it is. It's like a, it's a river in West Virginia. It's well known. It's a, a lot of people go there to do whitewater rafting. We went on. We we chose this overnight thing. All right. So it, it was relatively expensive. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but it was overnight. It was a, so basically it was a two day trip. Um, so we had to camp, right? <laughs> and um. So, uh, so me and Rocky and our girlfriends uh, went on this thing. I don't know. It was, I was probably like twenty or something, twenty-one at the most. You know, somewhere in that age, young. And um, so we so we went on this thing. I don't know how I even talked Rocky into going. He doesn't do shit like that. But he went, and um, we so we we drove up there to this uh, company, this tour company, and uh, they introduced us to the. Uh, to the two guys that was going to go with us, there's going to be two rafts. One's for our supplies, and one of the guys is going to be in that raft. And then one is going to be the four of us and another guide. So there was a total of six of us, two rafts, right? And um, they said, we, you know, they were showing us what they got. They had all this food. They had food. They were going to prepare dinner for us, Uh and they had a, a twelve pack of beer, you know. And um, Rocky said, twelve pack." Wait a minute, hang on a second. <laughs> you know, there's six of us. A twelve pack? They're like, "Oh, we're not going to drink. Well, you know, this will be for you guys." He goes, "Yeah, but there's still four of us." I said, "He goes, that's not going to be enough." 
And, um, and he looked at me, and I'm like, he's right. It's not going to be enough. <laughs> it's not going to be enough. They said, well, you can go. You know, we've we got a half hour before we leave. If you guys want to go grab and grab more, you feel free to, but we're, we're, we provide 12. So Rocky and I, uh, we said, we told the girls, we'll be right back. And they're like, oh, my God, you guys are ridiculous. It just, just drink the 12. God. They were like, bullshit. Rocky's like, bullshit, this is not, <laughs> it's not going to be enough, you know? So, um, so we went to, so we found some convenience store, bought another 12 pack, I think, or I don't know. And we brought it back. And everybody's like already irritated with us. The guides are annoyed. The girls are embarrassed, you know? So, we, you know, so we, we, we get, so we have 24 beers, <laughs> you know, the, the 12 they provided and the 12 we purchased. We go and we have to we have to carry all this equipment down to the river, you know, and um, like the we have the rafts. We're like carrying them over our heads and stuff, and um, carrying them down to the river. And Rocky's just bitching. He's like, "What the hell's this? Paid all this money and have to carry shit to the river?" I said, "Just roll with it, man. God, this is fun." He goes, "It's not fun," you know. He's just bitching and bitching and bitching. So then. So we have everything set up, and we and the guys are out. They're out there doing their shtick. The the guides telling these big stories about how you know to protect yourself on this treacherous trip. You have to, uh, you know, yeah, you have to. Well, basically, he, he told this story about how you had to uh, sacrifice yourself to the river gods to for protection on this trip. Because some of these some of these rapids that we're going to go through are like like big time, you know. We didn't go for the I, I don't know I don't know which one of us decided. It was probably me because I don't think Rocky was even into it. Maybe it was Kelly. I don't know. But we, we looked at this thing and we we wanted a, like a real whitewater rafting, not some little kitty version. We wanted the actual thing. Some some of these rapids are like big time. I don't remember. There's like numbers attached to them. I can't remember how it works. But um, they 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 said we have to sacrifice sacrifice ourselves to the river gods by jumping off this cliff into the river. We were down down below, and he pointed up at the cliff. And I was thinking that's not that. I mean, I don't, I don't really like heights very well, but that's not that far. That doesn't look like. I mean, I feel like I can do that, right? And I get up there. We climb up there. We there's a trail up there, and um, I'm look I look down. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> from this point of view, it's not, uh, oh, my God. I was terrified. I mean, I don't like heights, you know. But um, I had to do it. I just, like, went up there and just jumped off. It was like some kind of, like, a Mountain Dew commercial. We were just jumping off into the river, you know. And, um, and uh, you know, I didn't drown, thankfully. <laughs> I thought for sure I was going to go down, just sink to the bottom of the river. You know, and it just gets stuck in the mud up to my waist or something, and that'd be the end of me. You know, but uh, I don't know. I don't like I don't like heights, but so that part immediately, immediately, I was like pushed outside my comfort zone, but I lived through it. So then we started going down the river, and um, you know, we had some smaller little little uh, rapids, and it was fun. You know, it was it was good times, but then there would be these great sections of the river where it was just steel water you know and you had to like row we all had to row 
for like long lengths of time. And, um, you know, I, I was trying not to bitch like Rocky, but, uh, you know, it wasn't very much fun. My arms were buzzing, you know. It's like rowing. Like, what the hell? We paid money for this bullshit? You know, sucks. They have a motor on this thing. What the hell? Can't you just like fire up a, like a motor of some sort? What the hell's going on here? So uh, we were rowing. Rocky's over there just grumbling the whole time. And um, then we went through some of these ridiculous. I mean, the guy was like, he goes, this is going to be a big one. This is one of the, he goes, this is, uh, you guys hang on. Uh, front of the raft is going to touch the back of the raft. He kept saying that like it's going to like a clamshell thing. It's going to close up. You know, this is uh, this is world class rapids. You know, I'm like, oh shit! The thing was like, <laughs> I mean, it was like, go- I mean, we were going to. I thought we were, somebody was going to get like catapulted out of that thing and just break their neck on the rocks. It'll be like that 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 scene in um, Deliverance where that guy's arms behind his head. You know, and um, so uh, that was intense. It was fun, though. After it was over, while it was going on, it was kind of terrifying, but after it was over, I was like, hell yeah, this is fun. So we had a, it was fun, except for those large pools of water where you had to, like, <laughs> had to like just uh, row across, you know. And um, But the rapids were fun, and, um, you know, we, we did that. And, um, and then we got to this area where we camped, right? And we had to go and set up our own tents, I think, or maybe the tents were already set up. It was a, it was a, it was a camp. It was, I think the tents were probably already set up. Now that I think about it, we did have to do a lot of shit ourselves. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. But anyway, um, you know, it was a, it was an area that was uh, set up, set aside for this. I mean, they, you know, they didn't just pick some random spot. It was like an area that they always camped at. And there was nobody out there. We never, the, the entire time we were gone, uh, we never saw another human being. There's no, you can't see the roads. You can't see the highway or anything. You, you can't hear anything. It's just, it's like prehistoric. It felt like we we're in prehistoric times. Very cool. Very cool. And um, so, so we get, we get our, our camp set up. And those guys got a fire going. The two, the two guys, and uh, of course, me and Rocky started drinking. <sighs> I think the girls started sipping. You know, me and Rocky were drinking, and um, you know, it was fun. They cooked dinner. They had. They even cooked. They were. They cooked everything on the open fire. They even cooked a dessert of some sort. And they had this table set up, like a folding table, it had all kinds of food on it and stuff. I mean, it was nice. I mean, these guys were like, you know. Good hosts and everything. They had they had everything set up for us and everything, and and I don't remember. Rocky, I think Rocky had to go use the bathroom or something. He gets up. This is this is after dark, and um, he gets he goes off to use the bathroom or something, and he comes back and he stumbles and knocks that table. <laughs> he knocks the entire table over. Has all that food on it and stuff. I mean, we'd already eaten dinner and everything. But there was food and stuff on it. He knocked the. He was half drunk. It was dark, and he's a he's he's not you know, he's not the most uh, agile person. You know, he comes in there and he's like like trips, knocks the table over. Those guys are like super pissed. You know, they're out there trying to like I don't know. They they had a shtick. You know, they're like telling ghost stories and stuff. It was like a, like a, but um, so we did that and um. 
And then the next morning, so we went, we went to bed in these tents. And the next morning we get up, and um, I come out of the tent, and one of those guides, there's a box. It's like a wooden box just sitting out in the open, now, sitting out in the open air. I can't. It, it had a, he's sitting on it. He's, he's taking, he's, it's like a toilet. It has a toilet, like a, a toilet uh, seat attached to the top of it. He's just sitting on the thing, shit, taking a shit <laughs> out in the middle, just out in the open air, reading a magazine or a book or something. He's sitting over there, his his back's all straight, you know, and he's reading a magazine or a, or a book or something, and he's like, uh, top of the morning to you. He's like waving at us. <laughs> the guy's sitting on the toilet out in the middle of the open air. And um, I was like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> like, what the hell? Can they build this thing? Can they put some walls around this thing? These are the things I remember, and um, and I can't remember. I mean, I can't. I can't remember what the girls did. The girls use that? I don't think so. I can't remember. I didn't even notice it until that day. I mean, I can't remember. I don't know what we did. I mean, we probably just walked over in the bushes and just like, you know, took a leak right into the shrubs or whatever, right in, right into the brush. I don't remember the girl. I don't remember what the girls did. They wouldn't have got up on that thing, that, that ludicrous shitting box out in the middle of the thing. I don't remember. The guy's just sitting there with his back all, you know, almost arched. Top of the morning to you. Beautiful day. Woo. Like, what in the... I mean, these guys are just, <laughs> it's like unbelievable. So um, anyway, and then we got out. We we got to the end of the thing. Both, all of us are like exhausted there's like no sleeping in that thing. I mean, I mean, you're sleeping sorta. You're out in the middle of freaking. I mean, if you, I mean, I can't sleep in that kind of situation. You know, I mean, what the hell? I mean, you get mauled by some kind of like a cheetah or something, some kind of mountain lion. They'd never find us. We're, I mean, there's nobody around. We're like completely. It's kind of scary. It's like really dark. I mean, they have that fire going. But I don't know. I didn't feel very comfortable about you know the whole thing. So we didn't have any. We were like by the, by the second day and all that rowing, our arms were like rubber. You know, we were like. I mean, I, it was. I was having like some kind of out of body experience. I was like. I was like so tired. <laughs> and um, we get we get out of the river at the uh, New River Gorge Bridge, which is the uh, famous bridge that's. Uh, you know, one of the most photographed things in West Virginia, and um, that's where it ended. And, uh, and then they took us back to our cars, and we we, we departed. But Rocky Rocky knocked the table over, and some kind of drunken drunken stumble, you know. And uh, and uh, that guy's shitting on a <laughs> sitting out there on a, on a on a shitting box in the middle of the just out in the just straight out. You know, didn't even have a bit. He was like, uh, "There you go. How you doing? Top of the morning, you know." So that was that was quite an experience, but um, that was fun. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Rocky bitched and complained the entire time. He never stopped bitching the entire time. He bitched afterwards. I said, "That was fun, man." So that that was an experience. That was an adventure. He goes, "That was bullshit. It cost me all that money. I had to carry stuff to the river. I had to like row." He's like, well, that's no vacation. He was complaining the entire time, and the girls were disgusted with us. 
Uh, and by the time we got out of the river, by the time we were at the end of that thing, I mean, I felt like I was having like some kind of out of body. I mean, I, I, you know how when you get really, really tired and you you don't even know what's going on, you're just your body is just moving forward. Your brain is just fogged over, and you know that's what it was. And um, I mean, I, I thought it was fun. And I, and I went home and I told my parents. Uh, I was going on and on about how fun it was, and um, they were like, "Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should go." We're not going to do an overnighter, but maybe we should go whitewater rafting. So I inspired them to do this, right, because I was talking about how fun it was. And, uh, yeah, my dad got blasted out of the got knocked out of the freaking raft, broke his nose. Like the guy in front of him, like in one of those rapids, he his head came back real fast, Busted my dad in the nose, busted, like broke my dad's nose. He went flying into the river, you know, and he came back and he's like, that was one of the worst days of my life. Thanks. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh man, <laughs> everybody, I mean, I, feel, I had fun. I don't know. Nobody else seemed to. I don't know. Anyway, have you been whitewater rafting? That's one of those things. I can't believe I actually did it. Um, but I'm glad I did. I mean, it's all about the experiences, right? I try not to be afraid of everything. I mean, there's, I, I grew up. I grew up in a uh, a place, or I, I grew up. Well, I don't know, not afraid of. It's just kind of like not taking chances, you know. I grew up. My parents are not big on adventure, you know. They're better now than they used to be. They like they won't even eat like Chinese food. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even like, uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? They, they just, they're not big on uh, rolling the dice and just going for it, you know? And I, I grew up that way, and um, I've tried to get away from it. But, um, you know, it's all about the uh, experiences in life. And I'm glad I did it, but I'd never do it now. I think back on some of that stuff, there's no way. I would, I would lose my mind. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, for one thing, I'd have a full-on coronary probably. Probably wouldn't be in good enough shape to do it. And I'd probably go flying into the river too. But anyway, eh, have, you, have you done anything like that? Have you ever been like zip lining or uh, like any of that stuff, bungee jumping or anything like that? People jump off that New River Gorge Bridge. You know, they, they they bungee jump off that thing. It's insane. That thing's unbelievably high and no way. I mean, they have, it's called Bridge Day and they allow people to do that. No way. There's absolutely no way. But um, anyway, I, I want to tell you that story. Um, you know, I tried to get Rocky to come on here sometimes. He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't get anybody to come on here. None of my friends. They're like, no, nah, no. Nah. You know, I ask a couple of them. They're like, every one of them says no. So I don't know. But anyway, so that that's that's the end of that. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you want to uh, get two episodes of this podcast a week instead of a measly one, Easy to do. Just head on over to Patreon.com. It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff Gay. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Not every once in a while. Not every month. That's for suckers. Every week. So do that today. Patreon.com slash Jeff Gay. And if you want to call in... Tell me if you've ever been whitewater rafting or any of that crap. You ever uh, sacrificed yourself to the river gods. Give me a call, 570-290-8151. That's your number. Call it round the clock. 
just leave a message and you'll almost certainly be part of a future show. It doesn't have to be about that subject. It can be about anything that's on your mind. 570-290-8151. And surfreportpod.com is the website for the uh, podcast. And that's uh, that's uh, where you'll find expanded show notes, photographs, links, all that stuff, extra stuff. So surfreportpod.com is the address. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, which will be over on the Patreon side, I hope you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see you. Bye. Put a strap on. I mean, I mean, strap it on. <laughs>